Thanks so much to Sarah Dressler for being this week's gospel reader. When I was in middle school, I needed a new pair of glasses. So I convinced my mom to take me to the eye store that was in the mall instead of the eye office that was in our town. Because I knew that in the mall there was going to be a much greater selection of glasses to pick from. So when we went, I went first for my exam and then after I got to go through all of the different choices for glasses and guess what I found? There was a pair of purple plastic frames. You know my favorite color is purple. It was a done deal. I was so excited to have my very own purple glasses. It was gonna be awesome. So when the time came to come back and try them on and get everything fitted, I put them on and it was a completely different view that I was seeing through. It was a completely different perspective than my old glasses. As I looked out around me, suddenly everything was so much clearer. I could see in great clarity everything around me. I could read signs very far away. And then when I looked down, it felt as if I was 10 feet tall. And I just remember thinking, how cool it would be if we had that perspective for our lives. Wouldn't that be nice? To be able to see things with such great clarity, to be able to know exactly where to go, what to do, and to be able to see from a little higher perspective than sometimes the one that um, we see things through. I'm not sure if that would be possible though. And even if it was, it doesn't mean that the things that happen in our lives, the things that we face day to day, wouldn't be any less difficult. Muriel talked a little bit about that last week in her sermon, about what if all of the things that happen to us throughout the course of our lives aren't just uh, planned events or aren't things that, um, are decided in advance by God. But what if they're just sort of random things that happen to us because of this world that we live in? And each of the things that we face are like a dot on, on a picture. And over the course of our lives, God helps to connect all of those dots to create a picture, to create something beautiful. And I also have to wonder if, what if our picture is also connected to the pictures of everyone who has come before us and those who are going to come behind us to create this collage of dots, seemingly sort of random and yet connected by God to create something so amazing. I wonder what it would look like. I don't know about you, but I know that for myself, it is so, so easy to get caught up in seeing things from this perspective. 
to get caught up in seeing all of the messiness around us. To see all of the things that we can't control, we can't change, the things that we don't understand. To get caught up in seeing all the darkness, the pain, the hurts, everything that we wish was different about our lives and our world. And so often, it's all that we see. It has a way of overcoming us, overtaking us, overwhelming us. It becomes almost impossible for ourselves to be able to take a step back, to be able to see from a different perspective, to be able to step back and take a look around, to be able to see the blessings that are also there as well. I think this is where Jesus needs our help this day. In our gospel passage, everyone is coming into Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. And even Greeks themselves. And um, traditionally, people would come to the temple first as a way to prepare, as a way to become ritually clean. And these Greeks that we hear about, they want to see Jesus. It's almost as if they have already recognized the presence of God within him. And we hear Jesus say, the hour has come. What profound words. And Jesus says them with such clarity of mind and such determined purpose. And then he goes on to talk about this, this imagery of a seed and how a seed, even though it dies, it allows it to become fruit. It allows the seed to bear much fruit. And then he goes on to talk about how it is that he will be lifted up. Now, I can't imagine what would have been going through my mind if I would have been a part of the crowds that day, standing around, hearing all of these things that Jesus was talking about. I am pretty sure that I wouldn't have been able to have the same perspective that Jesus had. And I'm pretty sure that I wouldn't have understood a word of what Jesus was trying to say. And yet, these are the words that he says. The light is with you for a little while longer. Walk while you have the light so that the darkness may not overtake you. If you walk in the darkness, you do not know where you are going. While you have the light, believe in the light so that you may become children of light. I'm not sure why the messiness and the darkness can have so much power and influence over our lives, but it does, unless, unless we are able to take a step back and look from a wider perspective of everything around us and look intentionally 
for the light of Christ that shines in every moment of every day. And even as a part of every dot on the picture of our lives. So take a step back today from the messiness, the darkness, maybe the piles of paper or homework, maybe the piles of laundry or dishes stacked up on the counter, maybe from all of the things that are weighing you down this day. Take a step back and take a look around and look for the places and the people that you see the light of Christ shining through. Do you see it? Do you recognize what it is? This is a wood frame made by Caitlin Deminsky, one of our senior high students in shop class. And it's the window. It's the window in the front of the sanctuary at the Cross of Life campus. It's the window through which light shines so often on Sunday mornings, and especially when you're in the bell choir or sitting in the front few pews, right? It is a window that perhaps so many of you have looked at over the course of the last few years, weeks. It is just one symbol of the light that shines in our lives. But more than that, it was made by someone whose light shines bright. So look around you, look for all the places and all of the people who have touched your lives, who do the littlest, the biggest of things to shine light. And then when you see that, give thanks to God for it and write it down so that you can remember it, so that it can stay with you. Share it with every person that you can. And most of all, let it be what guides your steps. Let it be what you hold on to as you go about each and every day. Let it be what leads you so that you can become who you already are, children of light. Amen.